What up? It's your boy, Tony Sumo, coming to you with another episode. But before I get down with my guest, let me get my plugs out the way. Go to dirtycleaneats.com. Check out the product there. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, and listen to their podcast, the DCE Pirate Radio Podcast on iTunes now. Use the code DCE Tiny Sumo for 10% off in store. Get some jammu in your life. It'll cure what ails ya. Head over to fightkingdom.com. Get the official Tiny Sumo supporter tee from there. The link for that is in my bio now. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram too. And use the code Tiny Sumo for 10% off with those guys. And head over to Tiki Tribe. And get all your ready-to-eat meal solutions delivered, nutritious, delicious, to your door, ready to go. Use the code TINYSUMO for 20% off with those guys. And you can find them on Facebook and Instagram or at TikiTribe.com. That's T-I-I-K-I Tribe.com. And me, I'm your boy, Tiny Sumo. Make sure you're following me. Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, YouTube, like, share, subscribe, follow, leave a review, tell your friends, tell your family. Your boy appreciates it. But I think that's enough of a plug. So... Let me get down with my guest. You, Scott, how's it going? Yeah, good, mate. So, I'm very well. Thanks for taking the time to have a chat. I really appreciate it. That's all right. Now, look, uh, I want to talk about the gym. I want to talk about what you guys are doing over at Veterans Grappling. I'm very interested. I've seen a lot of the uh, the friends up north sharing it. I've seen Brownie shared it. I've seen uh, yep. some really good stuff coming out online, and I want to talk about that. But what I like to do with the chats, I like to take it back a little bit and get some backstory. So, if you could, can you take me back to the start of your martial arts journey? Yeah, sure. So I uh, started way back at the um, start of uh, March 1986. Um, I was about five years old and um, I watched, just recently watched Karate Kid and um, started kicking the walls and my sister and stuff in the hallway. And, and my parents were... were um, Thinking that I was probably best to, to get me into something to channel this this aggression, so they um they searched around in town and uh, there was a judo club at the end of, of our street, luckily, so um which was run by a, a Vietnam veteran and um and Michael has been my coach, Mike Shields has been my coach ever since then. Um, yeah, so 33 years later, I'm still still pushing along. Um, He's he's a black belt in uh, jiu-jitsu as well, traditional jiu-jitsu, which I think now most people call it Japanese jiu-jitsu. So did that as well as a kid and dabbled a bit with karate and Muay Thai and other bits and pieces, but mainly the grappling arts is what I enjoyed and stayed with. Now, 33 years too, especially for judo, because I've found that that is the most unforgiving of the grappling that I've done. That's <laughs> the one that, that tends to be the hardest on the shoulders, the elbows, the fingers, all of it. So to stick yeah. it out for that long is uh, is something in itself. Now, obviously, then sort of moving into, like I mentioned, the veteran gra- uh, the veteran grappling side of it too. Yeah. So from your background then too as a veteran, yeah, how does it sort of tie in? Yeah, so, um, well, look, I think from when I was a teenager and I was, in the national team and, and traveling a fair bit. And, um, I found that my coach Mike was, was really sort of hitting his hard times, um, with dealing with his, um, especially his mental issues from, from, uh, Vietnam War. He was a, um, an infantry soldier as well, being with two RER and seeing a fair bit of action. I think 
um, he tried all the different treatments and found that the best thing that helped him was was being on the mats and um, and just training. So I saw that firsthand as, as a young teenager, and then um, after my time in the defence and um, going to Afghanistan and Iraq and and seeing all these different programs and and different methods, I suppose, of dealing with with both physical and mental issues. Um, I I always remembered back to to how my coach Mike sort of dealt with it, and and it was, you know, I saw it work firsthand. Um, how it really helped him. So um, yeah, with that, I, I found myself just when I was going through some dark times. I, I found that um, when I got out of the, the army, my career was finished. I'd, I'd sort of um, was recluse for a little bit like a lot of a lot of veterans are and um, once I found uh, a club that I I enjoyed going to and, and getting back involved um, it helped me personally and um, just I think just one being in a social network two being in a controlled aggression controlled aggression environment uh, Three, uh, especially with the grappling arts, you're up close and personal, and people are in your in your face and in your space, which um, probably is a bit more unique than than the striking arts. Um, so all those sort of things that the veterans seem to have issues with, I think it it kind of um, throws you in the deep end in a kind of way, like you kind mm. of just. Um, and I suppose that for guys that have had previous experience, it's bit of a natural feel but for for a lot of veterans who have never really done anything like that we're, we're seeing that the the results are coming through that um, those are the sort of items that really highlight um, with with the program that they find that um, you know it's it's confronting in a lot of ways but it's it's therapeutic as well so um, and it's controlled, so they're not really getting hurt, as you know, with the striking arts. There's the constant impact of getting getting punched and kicked and mm. so forth. Where we're grappling, you know, really um, the most chance you've got of getting injured, I suppose, is is a nasty takedown. Which, um, you know, we're we're very conscious with our program. We've got big crash mats and everything, so when we do our our takedowns, we we minimise that, but majority of it's just on the ground and just learning techniques. And um, I think the other correlation too with our program is that there's, especially for myself, being from a combat part of the defence as well, um, BJJ and judo are very tactical. And I think guys who have been in that tactical environment transition across to them pretty pretty well because. You know, we relate it to military tactics and mm. um, guys seem to pick that up pretty quickly. So I think that's another familiar, I suppose, um, bit of wavelength that they're on. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's definitely stuff I've heard echoed from other people as well. It's that same sort of idea that, you know, like you said, guys come back and, and they're feeling a certain way and understandably so. And then when they detach too from the military or the defence force or wherever they're coming from, there is that sort of, I guess, that feeling of loss almost. And the transition is hard, you know, 
whether people have had a rough time or not, it is a weird transition to go from yeah. military to civvy anyway is a hard one. Yeah. Um, and I can say that it is hard. It, it, it's hard to sort of go from that environment where you know exactly where you stand and, and how you have to deal with people and everything's mapped out for you to then all of a sudden have to navigate this other experience with all these other people that deal a certain different way. Yeah. And I think you've made a perfect point about the um, the tactical side of it. You know, the, yeah. that when I'm on the mat, when people are on the mat, there's, a, there's a, a distinct game plan and I know I need to follow a sequence of events and I go from point A to point B to point C and if that doesn't work, I need to, you know, I need to spear off and I need to take this other approach and attack a different limb, but there's still that mindset and the approach and the tactics I have to employ on the mat that I may have had to employ in the job. Yeah. And and definitely, and like there's a correlation I reckon too. Like if you're not switched on while you're training, if we with the grappling arts, you're going to get submitted. You're mm. going to get choked out, or you're going to hurt your arm. And mm. I think that's the same in the military, um, in the combat scenario. If you're not switched on, obviously the stakes are a bit higher. But you're you're either seriously injured or you're dead. So mm. no, guys, guys um, have that real focus when they're on and. The, uh, it's a safer environment, but a similar sort of environment in that regard, where mm. where they really need to concentrate and um, and yeah, they it's a bit of, as I said familiarity, and it's it's really hard to worry about all your problems off the mat when mm. when you're on there because it's so involved in a thinking thinking way. You can't really zone out. You need to really be switched on, as I said, and concentrate mm. on what you're doing. You found no, out pretty point. quick. <laughs> that's a good point too. The idea that I'm able to, for an hour a day or what, however long it may be, that I'm on the mat, that all my attention, my focus, you know, everything has to be honed in on that experience. I can't be thinking about anything else. I have to be completely aware of my surroundings and my situation in that given moment. I have to worry yeah. about my arm. That's what my concern yeah. is right now. Exactly. Someone's trying to lock up an armbar on me. I need to go through the defense for that. I can't be worried about any, you know, focusing on anything else. Yeah. And it allows you to sort of step away, I guess, for that hour or however long yeah. it may be. It allows me to, yeah. you know, deep dive into that and, and focus on that as opposed to anything else. Yeah, exactly. Um, no. And as I said, like just seeing it firsthand and, and um, having that same sort of influence on myself that, um, yeah, I, I just, I had surgery at the start of the year, a major operation, and I'm laying in bed and just sort of think, um, thinking about how good it would be if someone in Australia had um, this sort of thing going because I'd been researching a lot. Uh, I worked with the AFL the last few years and as a tackling coach, and, um, and the, I was doing sad research last year about how the mental side of things w- was happening with with the grappling arts and I come across um, a couple of articles in the US about how they found that the, the benefits with veterans and then as, as I said um, you know, I just thought back to, to what I'd seen firsthand and how it's helped me and just thought well this is something that needs to be done here in Australia needs to needs to happen and luckily through my connections I hooked up with a medical team and and um, they, they were right behind it and keen to be involved and um yeah it quickly snowballed and and here we are we're, we're pushing on pretty pretty hard now which is good that's fantastic so i mean that's that's a quick turnaround then for you then too to sort of get that ball rolling and to start the process of actually starting up the group yeah. itself 
So what was involved in that? I mean, for you getting involved in and in organising, was the idea to have a physical location originally, or you know, what was the plan from the the initial sort of uh, thought process? Yeah. So um, uh, one of the medical team guys, uh, Luke. Luke's a, a black belt in BJJ, and um, he's a exercise physiologist. So I was working with him just for my own recovery, and just sort of obviously we got a common interest, and just sort of talking to him about you know of coming up with this idea and um he was looking to open his own own gym because he he only um got his black belt um last year and so he was he was keen and i said oh you know well um uh i'm coaching at a club here on the gold coast and and we're sort of getting pushed out the door from that venue which was not in a great situation but um we sort of said, oh, it'd be good to hook up. And then, then when I started talking about, I'd love to run this sort of program in a new, new gym. He just said, oh, look, let's, I reckon let's do it. Like we can find somewhere. Um, and we'll go from there. And once we started looking around, we, we found a couple of places and that were big enough, not only just for, for judo and, and BJJ, but for actual, um, the medical side as well, which, which is great. Um, we've got a few more guys on board. So. Now we've got like a, a doctor, um, a doctor who comes in once a week, and um, he he's a BJJ player as well, and so he gets on the mats and has a bit of a roll around. And then if guys need to see him about anything, they can they can go into his little office and um, talk to him about whatever issues they've got. And uh, we've got a couple of physios. Um, Dan's doing his PhD in. Um, combat sport at the moment so it's good having him there and uh and then we're we're off for yoga as well which we've got a couple of sites who are involved with that who um run the yoga class but also do a bit of mindfulness as well so we try and implement that mainly um in the yoga side but during the grappling sessions before and after as well japanese tradition we sort of kick it off um with a sort of a a judo tradition type bowing on and off service, which um, which incorporates a bit of mindfulness and cleaning the mind before you get on the mat, and then obviously reflecting on what you did throughout the session. So, guys, have, we've been getting good feedback from that. What the guys and girls are saying that it's sort of again gets them in that mode where it's a routine to switch off from the dramas that they're having off the mat to. Like we talked about before, concentrating on <laughs> making sure you're not getting choked out or <laughs> getting your arm broken. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's good. And then at the end, obviously, they, they think about the moves that they've learned for the day and then prepare themselves to, to getting back to normal life, I suppose. Nice. All right, so looking at them, what you guys sort of offer or, you know, what you're able to give back and then who's it available for as well? You know, looking at that, I mean, we've mentioned the veterans and things like that. Yeah. So, so you know, what are you offering and, and who are you offering it to? Yeah, so currently we're offering uh, everything's free, our whole program. So we've got um, a combined grappling session. We have that three times a week, um, on, uh, sorry, Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday mornings. Um, and that's for all ADF veterans. Like the word veteran is a bit um, clouded sometimes, but I suppose it's really anyone who's done any service. We're not we're not just targeting people who 
have been on deployment or anything like that, just anyone who's been involved in the defence. Um, we've, we're currently getting uh, some of the other services, of police, fire and ambulance uh, have been inquiring, so we're, we're letting them join in um, at the moment as well, which is good. And then we've had a fair few civilians uh, interested as well, so... Um, to do that, we have Judo and BJJ programs that we can offer on the Gold Coast, but they're, they're, um, then they're not free. Therefore, um, they're through the, our affiliate clubs. So, but we still, we still can offer them. Um, but, uh, yeah, our, our free program for the veterans is, um, is getting a fair bit of interest and, um, we've had a lot of interest from around the country as well. And I think long term we'll, We'll look at doing seminars and potentially um, once this is up and running, uh, if it's successful and the interest is still there, then we'll, we'll look at setting them up in you know, all the major hubs, I suppose, around the country with, with the medical teams. So, um, yeah, well, long-term goal for me also is Judo uh, and BJJ are big in the world military games and the, and the, um, the world police and fire games. So... We're wanting to set up something similar for the veteran community. So with the Invictus and Warrior Games for the for the defence, um, to to get the sports involved in there for the veteran community to be involved in, um, we're, we're we're pushing hard to get that in. And if if not, then we're just going to run our own our own competition with the veterans. So we've got some Americans coming out in February next year, which would be good um, to liaise with and and build relationships and then you know we'll look at taking a group back over to to the US about mid mid next year as well um yeah so it's we've got lots going on we've had a lot of interest which is which is great um just trying to keep everyone happy is <laughs> the other the bit of a challenge at the moment which is good everyone's trying to get a piece of us and pull us around here there and everywhere which you know we're a small team, but we're we're doing as much as we can. No, look, it's great to see. Like I said, I've I've seen a lot of it post online. Um, you know, obviously through through you know AJ mates and things like that too. So yeah. it's it's been fantastic to see. Um, being ex army, having mates that have struggled coming home, things like that. You know, it, it's fantastic to see the people within the community, both from you know like a, a ex defence you know perspective or a current defence perspective and and a martial arts perspective are coming together and yeah. doing good work for people that need it because, you know, and you and I both know after being involved in this stuff, it makes such a massive difference you yeah, know, within your day-to-day life. And for the guys that need it, you know, they need avenues like this. So it's fantastic to see someone like yourself and your team going out and doing the work and making a difference for the people that are able to get involved. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just, you know, for the guys I self-confidence as well like that's one thing that gets hit really hard and i found working with the afl the last few years seeing you know players being told their career's over just because the club doesn't want them anymore and and you know they join when you know they get drafted when they're 17 similar to a lot of army guys you know they they get in when they're 17 and and really to be told your career's over and you've got no control over it like the army mm. guys getting medically discharged or, or with professional sportsmen, you know, the team no longer wants you. 
game over. Mm. Um, it really hits them hard because their their own identity that they've lost, and a lot of guys a lot they just don't know what to do. And at least mm. um, here, as I said, we're, we're all in a similar boat. We're all either broken or <laughs> in one one way or another with the tolls that the physical tolls that the um, the military life gives you. Um, yeah, and just you lose that identity, but at least this is a familiar sort of thing. It's you're in, you're doing sport together, or you're you're learning combat techniques. Really, um, you're building that camaraderie with each other. We've all got that that crazy sixth sense of humour, so we all have a bit of a joke, joke around, and um, yeah, and, and that's a good thing. And it it, it really showed with our grand opening a few weeks ago where I invite a lot of instructors from different areas and different backgrounds just um, to be able to show that, you know, it doesn't matter where you're from or or what background you got. We're all there to help each other. And um, obviously I was pretty selective with the guys that I brought in as well, but I knew they were all good character people and, and they, they had something to offer. And a lot of them have either ex-veterans or you know veterans or ex-defense members or or they've been working in with with guys in that same sort of boat so um yeah it was a great vibe and it's kept on since then which is which has been great now happy days well look it's fantastic to see I, i love what you're doing um and i know the people up there love it too where can people find uh all the info for veteran grappling yep so um our web page is getting developed at the moment, but um, we're on all the social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, just at Veteran Grappling. So um, get on there. All our info's on there with our um, our schedules and everything like that. Uh, we've, we offer something six days a week, Monday through to Saturday. Um, Sunday's the only day. We, we haven't got anything currently at the moment, and we do everything. As I said, grappling, yoga, a bit of mindfulness, and we're just going to kick off hydrotherapy next week on a Friday. So um, guys can sort of relax into the weekend. And, yeah, we're planning in the future to have some camps, stuff for veterans, uh, where we can come here either to the Gold Coast or to other places around the the nation and get together as a group and hopefully... um, with the funding that we get coming in, that should be all all paid for and accommodated for the veteran community, so that they can get in there and just escape for a while and concentrate on learning new tactics and techniques and yeah, go from there. Fantastic. Well, mate, look, I'll be uh, championing the cause as well. It's uh, it's awesome to see You're doing fantastic work. Please keep it up because it is uh, a fantastic outlet for these guys. So. Congratulations on being able to do that and uh, having a successful opening day and all those sort of things. And we will make sure that we're sharing everything. So uh, please do keep it up. Beauty. Thanks, Dylan. No worries. Thanks for having a chat, mate. Talk soon. Cheers, mate. Cheers, bye.